This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now the World Cup has entered its most exciting phase, which is the knockout phase, and their last 16, and there have been four of those matches played. There's four more to go. We're recording here on Monday morning, and it's a pleasure to welcome John Giles and Liam Brady to get their impressions of what we've seen so far. Uh, let me just start, uh, John with England last night. They're playing Senegal without Sadio Mane and Idrissa Gay, who plays for Everton, is a good player. And I thought for half an hour, I think everybody thought could see for half an hour, that Senegal weren't afraid of them. They are the African champions. And they put up a good performance in the first half hour. Yeah, they were a game team. And we saw them in the previous matches. They were never going to be a walkover and always willing to have a go. I was talking to you during the game and you were disappointed in England at, during that period of the game and particularly disappointed in their midfield. Yeah, I, I thought Senegal started very well and I thought in, in the midfield for England, they weren't getting a grip of the ball, Eamon. And, uh, and you know, when, when you look at all, all these matches, midfield is, well, any matches, midfield is hugely important yeah. to... to um, get a grip on the game, get a hold of the game. So I didn't see anybody in the middle of the field getting a grip of the game at that particular time. Yeah. And what changed it was, well, a moment of brilliance, really, by Bellingham. And I want to talk to you about Bellingham, both of you and Liam. Mm -hmm. It's hard to find. He reminds me a bit of Steven Gerrard and Frank Lampard. He's not an out-and-out midfield player. He's a dangerous player, he's a, and I think he's a quality player. What do you make of him, John? I think he's got huge uh, qualities. Uh, yes. He's very, I must remember here, he's very, very young. Yeah, he is. Right? Yeah. But his huge qualities, control is good, he's good in the air, he's good, he's good, he'll get you a goal. But I, I don't, I think he's, he's very, very young, I'll say this again, because he doesn't have any positional sense at this stage in his career in the middle of the field as a midfield player. Yeah, in other words, showing he for the ball, from, yeah. 
Yeah, he starts in the midfield, Damon, and I saw him even in the early part of the game and said, on no occasion was he in a position, or very seldom on occasion, to, to link it from back to front. Yeah. And when when you're in a position like that in midfield, like even a stop stop clock is twice a day, Eamon. In it's other right, words, it's right twice certain, a day. <laughs> you know? yeah. So even if you're in a position in the field, and this is what I, I might take in midfield, you have to make the ball come to you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do, yeah. You have to get in a position where you say, I, I'm the my main person to get the ball. If you don't do that, then you're in a, a, any position. So there's only like twice a day you're going to get the ball. So at the moment, being such a, he's not going to dictate from the middle of the field. And I, in my opinion, as midfielder, that's the most important thing he can do. Like Modric comes into mind, as some of the great midfield players come into mind, they dictate yes. the game from that position. Yes. Right? But he's very, very talented. When he gets forward, he can get your goal. He's good in the air. He's good control. He's got all those things. But... It, if you don't have the positional sense right, you're not going to make the most of them. But but he is a very very valuable player, and I I I would hope that as he gets older, he would get better and better to dictate the game. Right, Liam, your take on Bellingham? There is an argument. I mean, the midfield for England last night was Rice, Henderson, Bellingham in theory. Although I wouldn't class Bellingham as a midfield player. What's your take on him and on John's analysis of what England lack in midfield? Well, Bellingham is not someone who's going to dictate play, uh, Eamon. He's yeah. a runner. He's a runner. He's not a, someone who, who, like John describes there, like Modric, taking up positions to receive the ball, yeah. to change the play. He, he's a runner from midfield. Uh, and against Wales uh, in the previous game, he got himself so far forward. Yes. Uh, he couldn't get in a position to receive the ball. Uh, he was surrounded by players all the time. But I thought he modified it against Senegal and started arriving on the scene later and bursting out of midfield with the ball as he did for uh, one of the goals. Um, yeah, he was very impressive last night, but he had more space. Uh, because once Senegal went behind, they just, you know, threw everything, at, tried to t throw everything at, e at England, but they were very naive, and England picked them off and, and counter-attacked them very, very well. Uh, and in that respect, I thought Bellingham had a smashing game. But um, uh, I thought against Wales, he showed that he doesn't, uh, he's not going to be a player that's going to dictate the play. Now, that might come in time, as John says, as he gets older, he's only 19 years of age, and he's an amazing player for such a young lad. So, uh, and then if you want me to go on to England's performance. Yes, Damon, I do, yeah. Yeah, like, like the first half hour, they were kind of tentative. They were making a few mistakes at the back. Harry Maguire, John Stones, they gave the ball away. There was a couple of half chances for Senegal, a great save uh, from Pickford yes um, uh, the game might have been different had Senegal gone ahead and maybe been able to sit sit back but uh, no Senegal in my opinion played into England's hands they threw many too many men forward and England counter-attacked them well yes and I thought Kane linked up the play again very well Foden was very good Saka was very good Henderson was very good yes uh, it was a good all-round performance and you have to say uh, they're going to give France, uh, uh, you know, a really, really tough game. 
Yeah, it'll be a, a really interesting match. Just let me go back there to that. Uh, Liam just referred to Pickford save. Nil-nil at the time. We've often, yeah. I think we've all been critical of Pickford for, for various things. But I thought that save was a turning point because it was a great save. If it was 1-0 Senegal, as Liam said, they could have done what they do really well, which is, you know, park the bus really and get behind the ball, but uh, they didn't. And very shortly afterwards, Henderson scored the first goal for England, which I thought was a very good goal and typical of Henderson uh, popping up in a spot you wouldn't expect him and took the goal very well. But that that save by Pickford was pivotal, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. That's what goalkeepers are for, him. You know, goals yeah. dictate the game, as we say. Uh, and and it can be a different game altogether, as you you, you just said. Yeah. If the ball goes in, it was a terrific save. There's no doubt about it. He's a talented goalkeeper. And it's just his actions sometimes when somebody makes a mistake that gets on my nerves a little bit yeah. when, he's, when he's in goal. But he, that was it. Like all goalkeepers in, in a tournament like this, I mean, have to make yes. very, very good saves in very, very... In, tight games and he did that to give England a chance to get ahead and, and, and as you say in, in football you know goals goals matter more than anything else and he did his stuff he definitely did his stuff in that save Now you fancy England John or you have fancied them yeah. since the beginning of the tournament you said you've stuck with them and you expect them to do well and go a long way has anything mm. you've seen changed your mind? No I, 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 I'd say more so now. I mean, <clears throat> Folding back in the team Southgate, now, yeah. Well, Southgate has made changes to the team. He, you know, he didn't have Foden in the team. He had. The, I think that the team that he picked uh, on on the weekend with uh, the, the two lads wide, Eamon, yes, gives them a balance a balance right. to the team that they didn't have in, in in the in the previous some of the previous matches. You know, I think I think yeah. that's his. I think that's his best team now. I think that's his lineup. Right, Liam, in terms of the next match, obviously France, and we'll come to France-Poland in a minute. I think John may be right. With Saka wide and Foden wide, Harry Kane doing his thing, which is sometimes coming deep. He made a, a really good goal last night, Harry Kane. In your book, are they a threat? Oh, for sure, Eamon. You know, they've got an abundance of, of, of really, really strong forward players. Uh you know, you've got also, well, Sterling, I know, has a personal problem. He may come back, but he's always played well for England. But I think, I agree with John, I think Southgate has picked the right team. He picked the right team against Senegal. And I can't see him changing that team. Right. But he has, he has strength and depth on the, on the, on the bench, particularly in, in forward areas. You know, he's got Grealish, he's got Rashford, he's got Wilson, the centre forward, if he needs him. Yes. So, um, yeah, uh, look, it's whether they can keep Mbappe quiet, Eamon. It's whether yes, it looks like Mbappe will start out left wing again. He's going to be up against Walker. Walker has tremendous pace. He, he but Mbappe looks to have maybe tricks that Walker might not be able to cope with. So that's the key battle for me. Can can yep. Mbappe? Uh, have the better of Walker, or can Walker keep him under control? Because in 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 the midfield, France with Rabiot and uh, they, they they didn't look great. You know, Griezmann is is having a great tournament. The forward line for France is really functioning. But yes. the midfield, those two holding midfield players, and the back four 
and Laura Stephen doesn't look no. he doesn't look fireproof at the moment, you know. So I think it's a very even game to call with, uh, it, and maybe the deciding factor might might be can can England keep Mbappe quiet. Yeah, John. Interestingly, I thought the chances, particularly for the Pickford save, the chances that England gave up last night and the pressure, such as it was, did come from Kai Walker not getting doing his stuff. And the French will have noticed that they have um, Mbappe, who's a natural to exploit that kind of thing. Now uh, they beat Poland, John, and I watched it. Poland were useless. They were useless against Argentina, and I thought they were useless against France uh, again. Uh, and by useless, I mean they, there was no heart in their play, uh, quite apart from anything else. Well, they were well beaten, I mean, you know, France did their stuff. Yeah. As you say, particularly Mbappé, two goals he scored, they were fantastic. But I think the main man is going to be Griezmann, Eamon. Right. Yeah, you said that I last think Griezmann, week. I yeah. think Griezmann could control the middle of the field. If you control the middle of the field in most matches, you, 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 you're on a winner. Yeah. Now, he's got a lot to do uh, because he'd be doing it on his own. But I think he's... he's the, if you look at all the midfield players for England and France... He's the only one. He's, he surprised me in this particular competition in being able to do what he what he does. Yes. So I think the main thing is to try and put him out. If, if you put him out of the game, then then uh, Mbappe doesn't get the get the ball. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do absolutely. Yeah, and, you know and what I mean. So so I, I think I think the way he's been playing, he's been the best midfield player I've seen. Yes. Uh, well, along with Modric, Modric, of course. Yeah. Uh, but he's been really, really good. He surprised me uh, that he's been able to do the job that he's doing for in midfield because he was a striker before, as I saw him. And I think he's the only one in the midfield against England that's capable of doing that particular job. So if they can stop him, then I think they'll stop Mbappe. Uh, Liam, ju- just to ask Liam and you, John, I'll ask Liam first about Giroud. He equaled, I think, or broke the goal-scoring record for France, and he's played really well in the tournament as a whole. He can hold the ball up. He's got. It was a very, very good goal. It wasn't spectacular, but it was a really good goal. He's going to be an important player, Liam, isn't he? Yes, yeah. He's a very experienced player, Eamon. As you say, he's broken the French record yeah, for which was Thierry Henry. Yeah. Thierry Henry, but I'd, I'd agree with what you said there. He's linking play up well. Some of his layoffs, some of his flick-ons have been very, very good. He takes up good positions in the box. He's got himself three goals in the tournament so far. And if you have someone like Mbappe on the wing and Dembele on the other wing, uh, and I agree 100% with John, with Griezmann, you know, feeding these guys, getting yes. the ball out to the wide players, um, he could have a he could have a big say in the match. Uh, he, he's, he's always scored goals. I mean, he scored them for Milan. He yes. scored them for Arsenal. He scored them for Chelsea. Sometimes he doesn't look the most elegant because he's big and you know so forth, not the quickest. But uh, he's clever. No, he's uh, yeah, clever. And for uh, you know the four forwards that I've mentioned there are, are the are the strength of the French team. Um, and John is absolutely right. You know, if they can stop Griezmann from getting the ball to Mbappe, uh, it'll be that'll be a big plus for England. John Giroud is a player that. We've all kind of, well, I, I fess up myself, never really fancied. Always thought he was just short of being a top, top player. It's a bit unfair, I think, now. The older he gets, the better he gets, for one thing. But he has got qualities, 
and intelligence is one of them. He's, he's limited enough in some respects, but he is a very, very good player. And to equal or beat the record, the French record held by Thierry Henry is, is really remarkable. Yeah, he is, Eamon. I mean, it, and at the time we've seen him over the years, he, he's never he's never been a stylish player. You know, yeah. even, even the goal the other goal he scored the other day, which was a very good goal. Uh, first of all, I thought he miskicked it. Yes, so did I. Yeah. But I don't think he did. <laughs> but but I've seen many goals like that from him. Yeah. But 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 the main thing is he scores them. It doesn't matter how you do it, as we know. It does. But he he never strike as a stylish player. You know, you'd never be picking him in your top eleven uh, no. in the world. Well, if Benzema but, but, if Benzema was fit, he wouldn't be in the team. I don't think. Well, actually, you know, he's done his job over the years. He's he's, yeah. he's 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 obviously kept himself well, and and full credit to him, Eamon, You know, yeah. because uh, like the stylish players we see and the great players we see, it's no problem to them. But it always seems to be a problem to him. But he gets the job done, and that's all that matters. So he's a big threat to England. He'll be a big threat to England. There's no doubt, Eamon. Yeah, I said some harsh things about uh, Mbappe last week, and we'll see what happens at the end of the day. I thought yeah, you got that right again, Eamon. I, I'm confessing up, you know, because I'm, I'm getting it in before you do. Um, I actually thought the two goals he got, he was in wide open spaces, and there were three or four Polish defenders looking at him when he popped it in the back of the net. I thought it were incredible, the goals, but never mind. I mean, he didn't just pop them in. No, he banged them in. He yeah. slammed them in. He slammed them in. There's very few people. There's very few players I've seen that could could take those goals the way he took those two particular goals. He's a big threat, Raymond. Definitely yeah, of a big threat. Is. Of course he is. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now, let me ask you first, Liam, about Argentina. They sort of fell over the line against Australia a little bit. But Messi is clearly up for it now. And you can see... 
after the games when they go to their crowd, what it means and what it means to Messi because it's something Maradona did, he's never done. What did you? What do you make of them as a team at this stage, Liam? Not being impressed at all, Eamon, to be no. quite honest. Yeah, I think they give up chances. Uh, Martinez, the goalkeeper, uh, Emmy Martinez, who yes. plays for Aston Villa, had to have a good game to stop Australia from giving them a hard game. Uh, uh, without Messi, Eamon, they just look ordinary to me, to yes. be quite You know, I don't see... You know, when Maradona won... Uh, uh, won that World Cup in 86 he had Valdano as a centre forward Boruchaga in midfield he had other players at the back yeah, that was very, very I think was he in that team no he wasn't in that team he right. came later on I remember right. um, they just uh, they look much of a muchness for me they work hard and they, they're tough and sometimes they go go beyond the line they can be dirty as well you know uh, yeah but if you have Otto Mendy at the back, I mean, I'm, I'm not convinced, you know. And uh, up front, Martinez, the lad that plays for Inter Milan, has had a poor tournament. Like you take Messi out, and they wouldn't, they wouldn't be in the quarterfinals. No chance. Right, uh, John, your take on Argentina? I'd be very similar to Liam Zayman. Uh, you know, Messi. I, I think Messi has been very, very harshly. Uh, uh, Treated in Argentina, you know, yes. when for not winning the, yes. you know, the, the World Cup, you know. Yeah. I mean, the other lads are great players, you know. But as Liam said, he had very, very good players around him. I yes. mean, I, I don't see any great players around Messi at all. I mean, and and he's still doing a big job for them, you know. Without him, they wouldn't have won on, on at the weekend. And they wouldn't no have. They wouldn't that. have beaten Mexico either because he scored that goal. No. Very important goal when it was nil nil. Yeah, he's, he's 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 been unlucky to be in an Argentinian team. They haven't been they haven't been backing him. Uh, you know, I, I feel sorry for him in that sense. I and mean, what a great player he's been at the time. Oh, but yeah. you know, he's he's probably he's probably uh, getting more loved by the the Argentinian people now because he scored a couple of goals in this 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 particular tournament. And once he's in the team, Amy, you never know what can happen. No, you no, know, he can do anything at any time. He can indeed, yeah, and there's no doubt. I think the Dutch will beat them, Eamon. Well, that's what you said to me earlier when we were talking this morning, yeah, Liam. Dutch, Tell me why. Dutch, well, the Dutch, USA, not not a bad team. Like, the Dutch really yeah. just cruised past them. You know, they they were very, very good at keeping the ball. Uh, they've got, a, you know, a goalkeeper that's just come in this tournament and never played for, for, for the team before, no part, and... He looks very, very good. Van Dijk, as we know, he's sound. Ake, yeah. they've got full back in this dumb free sky. Yes. He just comes up and down the right, really strong. He scored the other day. Yeah, Daly Blind up, up on the left, he scored as well. And, he, you know, he he's, you know, a very experienced player. And, and uh, Memphis Depay. Now, we saw Memphis Depay when he was at United. He was brutal. Well, yeah, he was he, terrible. He, he but I don't know under, under Van Hal, he's really found his 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 game again. And they've got another big lad called Gakpo, yeah. who scored. I think he's got three goals in the tournament so far, and he looks of you know he looks as if he could give Argentina a problem. I, I would tip the scales, and they're, they're not favourite. Uh, uh, they they make the Argentinians favourite to beat them. But what I've seen so far, I'd take the Dutch. Right. John, you've seen the, the, the Netherlands. Yeah. Because you've watched every match, I think, and I haven't seen them yet. 
But would you be inclined to agree with Liam? Well, they're not, they're not one of the great teams of the past, Eamon. No, uh, no, no. But actually, on, like on, on the weekend against uh, the USA, in the first half, they were very, very poor. Eamon. Yes. Yeah, yep. like the USA were a better team in the first half, and they scored just on half time. I think they, they scored one against the run of play, and then they scored one just on half time. And I thought it, it did flatter them in, in from the first half. But in the second half, they were a lot better. You know? Yes. But, but uh, it, it, like in the first half, when I was watching them, I thought, well, for, for a Dutch team, like this is not what I would expect. But they finished up winning well. So that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's the main thing for them. So uh, the jury will be out a little bit on them for me so far, Eamon. Right. Now, guys, here's the two games I'm really interested in to hear your opinion on. Liam, Japan-Croatia today. Croatia are amazing. Modric is amazing. Tough lads. Play good football. Got to the final of the last World Cup and got, I think, to the semis of the Euros or maybe went out on penalties late on to Spain. No, they beat Spain on penalties, actually. Uh, Japan have been amazing in terms of their work ethic, and they've had some big scalps. What do you make of that match? It's on today. I find it, I find it very hard to, to, you know, to find a favourite, to find a winner. Yeah. As you said, uh, you know, we know the Croats very well because they're, they always go long and deep into tournaments, led by Luka Modric. Yeah. Uh, and they've got Kovacic uh, from Chelsea alongside him. And yes. Brozovic from Inter Milan. And those three in midfield probably, uh, I would say, has, has probably been the most impressive midfield I've seen yes. in, in the tournament. Really link up well together, uh, find one another with passes, get out of tight situations by little one-twos. Uh, all all have the possibility of scoring a goal. Um, I like their midfield, but up front, Mandzukic was there, you know, four years ago, Eamon, and I don't think they've really replaced him. Right. Uh, Kramaric has got a couple of goals, but he has no pace, nor does Livadja, Marco right. Livadja, who's another front player. He doesn't have any pace. Um, so, and then you've got... On the other side, you've got Japan, who've got this work rate, work ethic. They yes. never stop. They keep going. The subs have been great when they bring them on. You know, they they finish stronger than 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 the uh, their opposition. They they're just so fit and so willing. You know, I give Japan a big chance to beat Croatia. Yes. I, okay, John. Now you love Modric. You are a great midfield player. Well, both of you were, but you love Modric. And I must say, I, I love him. He's 37 now, John. And I watched yep. him play in their first game. He never stopped running. And I mean, he doesn't have to run so, so much you would think, but they, they needed, it's what they needed to wake them up. And he did it, even though yep. he's more, a, he's more a, you know, a, a playmaker. Yeah, well, he's a great player, Damon. He is, he, isn't as he? We know, yeah. Uh, Liam knows, you know, we all don't agree with that. And, but he can read the game so well, Eamon. Yes. He, you know, he knows where to go at the right time. He's, 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 he's an experienced, very, very experienced player now. And like most experienced players of his caliber, he hardly wastes a step, Eamon. That's why yeah, he can play yeah, as long as yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't make stupid runs. You never see him. Every time he runs, he gets the ball. You know, yeah. He just reads the game so well. But I think the, the, the seven or eight of that team played in the last World Cup. Eamon. Yes. Yeah. Right? 
despite I love Maldives like we all do. I I, I would fancy Japan. Right. Well, that's two of you, and I probably would as well, actually, because I think they're amazing. And the results are on the board in their case. So we'll know about that this afternoon. Uh, Liam, Brazil, South Korea, and the same thing applies to South Korea. They they got through by scoring a goal, which some made, actually, in overtime. And they're playing the Brazilian side. Now, Neymar's back, Liam. I, I've backed Brazil, and I'm not thrilled that he's back because I don't think he's a good character. You never know what's coming next. Um, he's certainly not a team player. He's no Luka Modric, but he has this amazing technical ability. What do you make of that game, and what do you make of the importance of Neymar to Brazil, if there is any? Well, I mean, I thought he was playing well in the first game until he got injured, you know. Yeah. Uh, with Richarlison and uh, and uh, Vinicius. Uh, and Vinicius uh, Jr., yeah. Yeah, on the wing. You know, yeah. I think that's a really, really good forward line. Yeah. Uh, they've, they've lost Gabriel Jesus, the Arsenal yes. lad. He's out of the tournament. So that that's a blow for them as regards being able to bring on a good sub. But... Um, uh, Neymar, yeah, I mean, on his day, he can do his stuff. I yep. think the last couple of years for Brazil, he's been better. Um, so um, I'd, r- I'd rather have him uh, in the team than not have him in the team. I think right. he adds to it. And I think there's a, a good spine to the team with the goalkeeper, with Thiago Silva, centre back. Yes. Um, Cas- and Casemiro in the middle. Casimiro, I hope he plays Guimarães and leaves Fred out. I like Guimarães much more than I do Fred. Yeah, he's the lad who's gone to Newcastle, isn't he? Yes, yeah, he's having a great season at Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's a really top player. And, uh, yeah, they have too much talent, in, in my opinion, for South Korea. But the South Koreans are not going to lack commitment and endeavour and all those kind of things. Very like the Japanese, they'll... They'll run till they drop, and uh, you know Brazil need to put the game away because the South Koreans will keep coming at them. Yep, uh, John uh, Neymar coming back, uh, and your thoughts on what you've seen of Brazil so far? Well, I haven't seen that much of them. They, they, they have the good players. They, they won well in the last match that I saw them. Uh, I think it was Switzerland, wasn't it? Uh, yes, did well. Uh, with Neymar, I mean, we all know he can play. Yeah, and he has to be in the mood. Now he's not—it's not my ideal type of player, but it might be just in this team that there's enough around him doing what needs yes. to be done yes. for him to do do his stuff. You know, yes. I mean, there's definitely a talent. He is a very, very talented individual. Yes, uh, like he wouldn't be my favourite player by any means, but he can do things. There's no doubt about that. And if he's if he gets the people around him doing their stuff. He could, he could make the difference. So right, yeah. It's fingers crossed on him. You know, if he's doing his stuff, Brazil have a good chance of winning the tournament. In my yeah, opinion. as Liam said, John, yeah, for, and one of the reasons is that strong spine, starting with Alisson, Thiago Silva, Casemiro, and whoever you have and yourself up front. I won't yeah. mention <laughs> your favourite centre-forward, Richardson. Uh, uh, he's, I mean, he's playing, though. He's playing oh, he now. He's playing, yeah. I think Conte's improved him, John. Woken him up. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, I, he's, he's, I mean, he's, he's a different type of player. Actually, in the, in the last match he played, you remember, he, he scored two goals in the last yeah. match or one of the matches. Yeah, there. he scored oh, in the first one, game. He scored yeah. two, I think. 
Well, that, 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 that's not Rick Allison. No. I saw at Everton. No, no, absolutely I not. I couldn't stand him. I couldn't stand him at Everton. I thought he was a lazy guy. He wasn't doing anything at all. But definitely since he went to Spurs, yeah. it's, it's woken him up. That's when he's, he's a different player altogether. So uh, that's, that's a real plus for, for Brazil. There's no doubt, Eamon. Right, just two more matches to talk about. Liam, Spain, Morocco. Now, I fancy Morocco. Spain won 7-0 against Costa Rica in their first match. And I've watched them since. And they've looked short on ideas. They have some talented young players, but they don't, they never, I saw them play that uh, the last game and it didn't look like scoring a goal. But what people would be much more interested in, in is your opinion of them. What do you think? Well, they're one of the teams, Eamon, that I've only seen once, you know. And, yes. Uh, it was against Costa Rica and I was really yeah. taken with them. Yeah. You know, Pedri in midfield and Gavi, got a lot yeah. Of, yeah, they've got a lot of young lads in the team. Uh, good coach, Luis Enrique. Uh, he's, he's, he's put his faith in these youngsters. I thought going into the tournament that they might not have an out-and-out striker who could get them five, six goals. Like Mbappe's got five goals so far. Messi's got three. Uh, Morata's come on and... Uh, he's got them two goals, but I'm not convinced that he can he can lead Spain to to the semis or to a final. So um, uh, Morocco, strong team, they good are, yeah. temperament, uh, good character, uh, everything to play for. Um, I think they'll give Spain a really hard game. Right, John, Spain for you. I mean, they got yeah. to the semi final of the Euros, and they were actually knocked out in a penalty shootout, I think. And uh, this Luis, Luis Enrique is a very good coach, good record at Barca, and was a very good player and is a big character. But w when I saw them play last week, I thought that just the young lads looked young and they didn't look a, a team that would threaten you. What? But yeah, as I said, yeah, that's I, just I my take on it. With that, I, mean, I think I've only seen them once as well. Uh, and And... It was a Murata, their striker. Yes, yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't look like he's going to score many goals. Him. Yeah. He's had a, a nightmare I mean, trying to get goals. He got a header early on. Yeah, and that was all. No, I think yeah. he's got two, Eamon. I think he's, he's got two. No, he has got two. That was all in that match, Liam. There was nothing else. He wasn't giving anything else, you know. Yeah, but that's that. Like, if you don't have it, goal scorers, Eamon, it's going to be. It's very hard to win. It can be done. But it's very, very difficult to to do so yes. in such a big competition as this. Right. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll have to keep my my um, ideas about them until I see them again, Eamon. Okay. But Morocco will give anybody a game, Eamon, as we know. Yeah, I, I, I know. think Morocco might do them. Uh, yeah. But uh, for both of you now, John, I'll start with you on this one. Portugal, Switzerland. That's on tomorrow, that game. You'd have to. I I actually respect the Portuguese coach greatly, and even the way he's managed Ronaldo, and he's been with them a long time. They won yeah. the Euros in 2016, and they've got a team of some. There's got some very good pros in their team as well. What do you make of them, and what do you make of their chances against Switzerland, which I think they should beat Switzerland. Well, I, I would. I, I don't fancy Switzerland at all, Eamon, To be yeah. honest, uh, and I think Portugal have some terrific players. They do, yeah. Yeah, Bernardo you said, Silva. This manager, this, yeah. yeah, this manager's been around the around the around the block a few times. Eamon. He has, yeah. He knows Ronaldo inside out, which is a big a big plus going into into competitions like this. 
I think Portugal are, are, are be one of the favourites for the um, yeah. I think the contenders. The yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. Uh, Liam. Yeah, Portugal. I, like, I like Portugal. I think they've got goals in a lot of positions. You know, obviously Ronaldo. If you get, make him chances, he's going to put put his ch- those chances away. We've seen that down through the years, and uh, I, I don't see any deterioration in that. I think he looks fit. He looks sharp. He's played well, also in, in a general sense. Uh, Fernandez and Bernardo Silva behind them. They can make chances for him. They can score goals themselves. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, always strong at the back, and um, I think they might have too much for um, Switzerland. Although I, I admire, I, I watched Serbia, Switzerland. I didn't watch Brazil the other night because they'd already qualified, Eamon. Yeah. And I watched Serbia, Switzerland, and they came through a really, really tough match. And they're not a bad team. They've got a lot of physicality about them. Yes. Um, Shakiri has got that little bit of brilliance. Yes. Uh, that Xhaka uh, from Arsenal is having a very good tournament. Uh, Mbola up front is is a handful. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll just go Portugal, but in a tough game as well, Eamon. Okay, John and Liam, thank you very much indeed. Just a final quick one to you both. The quality of the tournament, what do you make of it, Liam? Oh, I think it's been first class, I think. Yeah. It hasn't been defensive, Eamon. I think the no, ref- no, it's, it's great. The I referees know. have been good. There was a couple couple of games that nearly boiled over. Certainly, Serbia, Switzerland was one. Argentina was involved in one. I can't remember Uruguay. And I thought the referees handled handled the situations very, very well. I think uh, FIFA have to come out. I know they got tremendous stick for taking it to Qatar, but look, I, I think uh, you know the tournament in itself is been a huge success so far um, yeah. and you know the the big players are delivering aren't they Mbappe Messi Ronaldo yes. Modric uh, they're all still there so uh, yeah a thumbs up from me yeah uh, John your impression of it I just I just add I, I wholly agree with Liam plus the small nations in footballing terms Japan South Korea Morocco they've all improved immensely and even Senegal last night I think I think uh, you know the top teams we expected, Eamon. But I've been amazed at the improvement, uh, certainly over the years, but particularly this year, of what we regard as the smaller, smaller countries or the, the, the newer companies to this yes. particular game. Like it shows an improvement on the on the game of soccer uh, in in a, in a terrific light that we have yeah. these. You know, we talk, we talk about Japan particularly now, the, the, yes. the way they've played and the improvement they made. You know, years ago the, the, these. A lot of these teams used to be a bit of a joke, yeah. Uh, but they're no jokes anymore. You know the surprises that we've had in this competition have yeah. been amazing through good play, uh, effort, all the things that you expect from football. It's 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 it's, it's great for the game that the the, the smaller cl- smaller nations, as we would call them, yeah. have improved as much as they have. I mean, it's it's it's, it's amazing. Okay, it's great to talk to you, lads. Very grateful to John and Liam, two great players, two great analysts of the game, and I would completely agree on the quality of the tournament so far. That's all we have time for now. Thanks to Liam and John. To all of you for listening, we'll talk to you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.